When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today on What Chaos, Morgan Riley is suspended five games for doing a no-no. Alexander Ovechkin is scoring. Is he back? Connor McDavid is the best hockey player ever? Who knew? And Phil Kessel could be on his way to Vancouver. It's What Chaos. Hi, everybody. It is Wednesday, February 14th, U.S. Valentine's Day, as it were. It is What Chaos. I'm DJ Bean, a.k.a. Phil Kessel. That's Pete Blackburn in Chicago, a.k.a. Phil the Thrill Kessel. And we got Sean DePaz, a.k.a. Phil. Hi, boys. That's kind of like the nicknames today. Happy Lover's Day, lovers. You're my lover. That's a uh, Taylor Swift song. It, Perfect it's pitch off her album, you. Reputation. Perfect pitch. Congratulations on going viral again yesterday. I love I love when you go viral in the most you way possible. Like the, the, the beauty of the internet is that people like you, who are very complimentary, people like you, uh, you have a one-of-one one brain. You're the only person in the world that would have made that video, and you made it. And I'm so happy that you made it. And I'm so happy that people liked it. Some people. I think that somebody tried to call me uh, racist about it and <laughs> said, uh, I can guarantee nobody would be making this video if uh, he were dating Serena Williams. And I really want to say, I can guarantee only one person is making this video, no matter who, <laughs> who he's dating. This is not about a he's dating Taylor Swift thing. In fact, you didn't even mention Taylor Swift. And that's the most stunning thing from that video to begin with. Credit to Dave. I kept it about Travis to those who don't know. I wasn't planning on this being the topic of chit chat, but uh, maybe we'll do a little bonus chit chat today. (laughs) Chit chat more than we usually do. I feel like you need to explain to people what you're talking about. Okay. And by that, Sean means I think you need to explain to to you, Sean. No, I know. I I saw your video, but like... Someone in the chat said, LOL, what? Question mark. And just wanted for the people that haven't seen what your video, I feel like you should explain what it was. Correct. Or somebody just send them to your Instagram. Somebody in the chat said, Serena Williams doesn't even play football. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so uh, Travis Kelsey was screaming Viva Las Vegas when they won the Super Bowl, as a lot of people saw. And I don't know why this struck me. But because of the way he was saying it, I was like, that sounds more like the a certain harmony to that song than it sounds like the melody. But it does sound like that harmony. So I checked, listened to the song, and I was like, yeah, not only is he singing this harmony, he's singing it in the correct key. So the fact that he's just pulling out this correct key out of his ass, which there's a 1 in 12 chance of that happening because there's 12 major keys, uh, means... 
that he is either remembers things in the correct pitch, which some people can do. A lot of people can do. I can do it. Uh, or he has perfect pitch, which the slight possibility of Travis Kelsey having perfect pitch is the funniest thought in the world to me. <laughs> because when you see him screaming after the Super Bowl, you're like, this person doesn't like t- take the Lombardi trophy away from this man. This is the least musical thing I've ever seen in my life. Send this man to jail. Uh, but he shows some musical prowess there. So I texted a couple friends about it uh, being like, first I texted uh, Nicole Yang saying, fuck, I think I have an idea for a, an inane video about music and football. Then I texted I it to the Nor- idea that your, your ideas start with fuck. I have another idea. <laughs> well, it was like a fuck. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I wanted to like <laughs> maybe do some stuff for this show, edit a couple of reels, maybe uh search for that missing flash drive. But I was like, fuck. And this was at like uh, midnight or something. Uh, then I texted Nora and I was like, I think Travis Kelsey might have perfect pitch. And then I texted a music friend being like, I think Travis Kelsey might have music pitch. And they had shit going on. They were like, I can't do this right now. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get cracking on this video. So I made it, edited it. And yes, on TikTok, it did uh, blow up, as they say. We're not a day in, and it's at like 500,000 views. Wow. It yeah. got bitches on TikTok? That's the th- I, I don't think I've ever gotten bitches on TikTok like this before. To Damn, that's listeners, crazy. Good for you. Uh, bitches means uh, social impressions. Yeah, it's getting bitches. So if, if, <laughs> if I think that's the first time that's carried over from the brunch world into this world, talking about yeah. getting bitches. So if you post something, by the way, I can hear how tired I am. And it's because I've been staying up making fucking Travis Kelsey TikToks. Uh, so if you post something that does numbers or you, I guess the better example would be if you post something and it isn't well received, nobody clicks it, doesn't do anything, then you get no bitches is yeah. how it is put. But this one's getting bitches and TikTok commenters, I got to just put the phone down because a lot of people are, I'm Ron Swan. When it comes to music nerdy stuff, I'm Ron Swanson in the hardware store. So I'm like, actually, I think he might be. I'm like, I know more than you. (laughs) Trust me. You're wrong. Uh, Anyway, so for the what we so so far, we've had uh, Megan go super viral this week. Mm hmm. Dave, going crazy viral. People are asking, when is Pete going to pick up his slack and finally go viral for once? Uh, I'm not going to go viral, and I don't want to go viral. Every time I go viral, it's a headache for me. So, <laughs> well, it's all, yeah, it's always a headache going viral. Not necessarily. Sometimes you go viral for something funny, and people all agree that it's funny, and everybody enjoys it. Most of the time, it's people getting mad at me. So I don't, that's not why. I'm, not, I'm, I'm good not going viral. Keep that is true. You go, vi- you go viral in a bad way. A commenter has, uh, I believe, yeah, Jesse Larkin has pointed out, got the JVR behind me. Mm-hmm. It's because JVR made me some money last night. I went to the Bruins game. We'll talk about that later when we talk about uh, game time. But mm-hmm. went to the Bruins game, bet JVR anytime score. He scored one. It was the best, so JVR gets prime position uh, tonight. But a uh, a topic of chit-chat is that uh, Pro Shop Wars has been placed on YouTube. All the episodes to date 
and there's been immediate fallout because you are not the only person who sees all the episodes of Pro Shop Wars are there and immediately starts yelling at me because uh, there is not a Columbus episode on there. So I'm trying, Jennifer. We just don't know where it is. Uh, we're going to get into uh, the Ridley-Greg pronunciation stuff yeah. or the Ridley-Greg uh, fallout and Morgan Riley fallout. But I did just get a very interesting update from Michael Russo, the athletic writer. Uh, we posted our Ridley-Greg pronunciation clip and he responded and said, this is the funniest thing about this is that he's the one guy on the Sens roster on the media, the NHL media site that does not have a like click to listen how to pronounce his name right next to his name. If you go down the entire roster, there's like the little click to hear the pronunciation. Ridley Gregg, the only guy that doesn't have it. That's because they don't know. And that was going to be my announcement, really backed by Sean. Sean's providing like 90% of this announcement and I'm just being a mouthpiece and then running away from it is that I love Bruce, the boss, I call him. Love Bruce Garriock. Uh, love his contribution. I am not sold. I am not slamming the door shut on the pronunciation question. Sean is nodding his head. I don't think Sean bought that for a second. You, we have to hear it from him. I mean, I feel like this has happened before where you hear a bunch of people say act like they know but no one he's the only one that knows also i like the idea that maybe he just likes the mystery and is just never yeah, gonna yeah. tell anybody a regular brad marshall man of mystery regular brad marshall just fucking with people changing the pronunciation every day uh march 19th the senators are in town and we'll be going even though i hope i may or maybe by then we'll have gotten some concrete evidence i was gonna email the senators people the way I email Tate McCray's people, but I was like, nah, we got to go up to Ridley and say, you know what we want. Give Ambush it to him. us. Yeah. Did say either one of you name. The, did either one listen, either one of you listen to the, uh, the suspension video and how they, how they may or may not have pronounced his name. Cause wasn't that the, the determination we were going to, we we're going to decide that however they pronounce it in the video is the correct pronunciation. That was your suggestion, and I think Sean and I were both opposed because we just don't know. I mean, I'm still, it, like, literally nothing matters to me until I hear it from Ridley or someone <laughs> in his family. Sean's going to go up to him and say, say your name, and he's going to be like, he's going to say whatever it is. Sean's going to say, you're goddamn right. And then <laughs> we're going to know how it's pronounced. It's Ridley's Believe It or Not. I almost Believe put... It's Greg or Not. I almost put the Ridley's Believe It or Not thing in the reel uh, about us trying to pronounce his name, but I instead opted to give Cousin Greg from the show Succession I watch uh, on there. Give him prime placement. That was a nice touch. Uh, Morgan Riley suspended five games for his cross-check to the, the old face of yeah. Ridley Greg. And as, as a commenter pointed out yesterday... We do chit-chat, not hit-chat here, but mm -hmm. I feel we can assess the five games. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, I, I wish it were 100. I was <laughs> considering doing like a fake reel to piss off. Should we do that? Like a fake reel to piss off Leafs fans? Maybe. No, no. We, let's pick our battles with Leafs fans. The Nylander video was was worth it. I don't know if this one will be worth it. And uh, I don't know if, the, if, if we were to say... He should have gotten the rest of the season. I feel like they, they just wouldn't buy it. 
No, probably Actually, not. I don't know. They're not that smart. They, they, <laughs> they probably would have bought that and been really upset. Uh, but five games, like, you can't do it. You can't go up to somebody and cross-check them in the face. I feel like the league probably can assume there's going to be more things like slap shot empty net goals. So they got to nip this one in the bud. They got to say, look, you can't slap, uh, you can't cross check somebody in the face when they score an empty net slap shot because there's going to be more of these. So before you start even thinking about it, don't do it. I, I agree. And I, uh, I think it's fine, and it's honestly on the lower end of what I maybe expected him to get. Like, I was thinking five to seven is is where I was expecting the suspension to land. So if you're five, if that's five games, like five games well-earned and, and five games well worth it if you're Morgan Riley. Then again, like, it, it's, not, it's not money coming out of my pocket. It's money coming out of his pocket. So easy for me to say. But five games for that to send a message and, and kind of show that the Leafs have a spine, I don't have a problem with it. You know how much money he loses? How much? $194,000. That is real money. I don't care who you are. A hundred, because he makes, he makes a ton of money. He makes like seven and a half. People forget Morgan Riley was an all-star this season. It's only because it was in Toronto. That's correct. No, that, that, that would make sense if he were on the Canucks. <laughs> they got like nine. They got like nine all stars. That would make sense if you were on the Canucks or uh, the goaltender for the Colorado Avalanche. Those were just yeah. But at least the Canucks were like all the Canucks that made the All Star game were pretty deserving. Yeah, could not. Like, I didn't have a problem say. with any of those. Yeah, uh, Canucks talk. Phil Kessel maybe on his way to Vancouver. Well, he's literally on his way to Vancouver. He's probably Cut in shit. Vancouver. Right? Cut the shit. I know you want to shoot your wad on Phil Kessel, don't we all? Yeah. We need to note. Ridley Grig, Greg, Greg yeah. scored oh, again yeah, last right. night. He's yeah. on fire. He began that slap shot. Didn't just start Morgan Riley's heart. It started a revolution and it started a change in the NHL where there's a new sheriff in town. We may not know how to say his last name, but it's Ridley and he is tipping home pucks. Goal last night was way fucking boring. Never want to see it again. I only want to see him do slap shot, empty net goals, but he's now scored two games in a row. He had a two goal game earlier in the season. I think he's up to like nine, 10 goals. Don't sleep on this kid. He was a first round pick. He's kind of tall. He wears a cool number. I don't know if I want his Jersey yet, but don't sleep on him. He is not messing around. Uh, now hey. we can get Bill Kessel. Unless <laughs> okay. you do you have comment on that. Just one more note on Ridley Gregg. Like you mentioned, it's lame when he scores on a goalie now. I want him to be an empty net merchant. I want him to be deployed every time they pull the goalie. And I want him to just pull that shit every time. How Did funny would it be if he was just, if that was what he was known for? And he, he scored like 30 goals a year, just 25 of them on an empty net. Did you see uh, Great Minds Think Alike, our friend, uh, Coach Gregg? What's. I I'm not a good at TikTok. I only post on TikTok. I don't consume. Coach Chippy? Coach Chippy. Coach Chippy did a video of him doing an empty net Michigan. Was it Coach Chippy or was it somebody else? Because Coach Chippy does like the impression videos. Yeah, you, you said like, someone else yesterday. I don't know. Could this have not been Coach Chippy? Uh, Probably how to hockey? Okay. Is that Coach Chippy? No, Coach no. Chippy is just Coach Chippy everywhere. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> Coach Chippy is the guy that we met at the uh, the CCM house, right? Who was in love with the uh, the burger that they were uh, that the burger that they served. 
It could have been him. It could have been driver eating in my life. Hey, uh, commenters, make yourself useful. Find who did this because they did a good video. It was very smart. It was. Uh, uh, you texted Coach Jeremy. Coach there's Jeremy is a, is a is a person. Yeah. So there's multiple people named Coach something. Yes. I don't like this. <laughs> there's famously 32 coaches in the NHL who all have different names. And they all passed on Gunnar Wolf, Fontaine. <laughs> what kind of coaching is that? It's like a Belichick the coach versus Belichick the GM. Yeah. Talk at the coach. Good job. Talk at the GM. I don't. Hey, by the way, you know who sucks is uh, Wa the coach. What kind of spark the is that? His team's not very good. Maybe. Honest. Well, that's because of Wa the GM. <laughs> True. Lou, the coach. Put together is a better fun. roster, buddy. How to hockey is Coach Jeremy? We are told. Okay. But they did uh, other empty net goals that Ridley G could score, and they were pretty great. They did. He did one where he laid down on his stomach and shot some pool. He did one <laughs> yes. where he sat on the puck and flew into. Like I, I loved all of these. I wasn't mad that like, oh no, we did the empty net Michigan thing because that for sure is basic discovery. Mm -hmm. he, the empty net Michigan that he did was sick. Yeah, Sean would have liked it. As a couple people pointed out in the chat, the Blues poked a little fun at the Maple Leafs last night because they got their ass beat by the Maple Leafs and tweeted out what Kelly said. Uh, empty net goal in Toronto. That's usually not good. Uh, Pavel Barber also, a uh, big hockey content creator, put out a video of him in Ottawa like doing a display during the game. And he... Uh, he took like a he had his goalie like leave the net and took like an empty net slap shot just for the Ottawa fans there, I guess. So people are having fun with it. May, I'm telling you, Ridley is uh, starting a revolution. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. But yes, Pete, Phil Kessel has been chatting mm -hmm. with the Vancouver Canucks. GM Patrick Alvin says Kessel is on his way to Vancouver. We'll be working out in Abbotsford, which is in Canada, this week. Phil could be back. He's 36 years old. He scored uh what he he scored 14 goals last 14 year. 14 goals, 36 points in 82 games last season for the Golden Knights. Won them a Stanley Cup. Only needed four games in the postseason to do it. What a legend. And the question is, do we like it? Does it do anything for the Canucks? I've got a thought on does it do anything for the Canucks, but I'll ask you, do we like it? I mean, I, I like Phil Kessel being in the league, period. I, I don't want him sitting at home. So Phil Kessel coming back to play for a team that is at the top of the standings, 
as real Stanley Cup aspirations. Like this isn't Phil Kessel coming back to play for the Buffalo Sabres or for, you know, a team that is depressing. This is a, a real team with real Stanley Cup aspirations, and I love that. So do I wish that it was an American team? I want Phil Kessel to always be playing in America. He had the worst years of his life playing in Toronto. <laughs> I was going to say, so. when he played in Canada, it was fucking hilarious. Not for Phil. Like, it was hilarious to watch Toronto burn down over, like, over Phil Kessel but like it, it had negative impacts on him. So I would prefer for him to stay in the United States as America's golden boy, but I do like him. And I think that there is a spot for him on the Canucks. So I think the way to, if he ends up playing in Canada, maybe the Maple Leafs should liquidate whichever American goal scores they might have to even this all out. So maybe send, do they, if the Leafs have any American goal scores, they probably don't, after that display from William Nylander, that disgusting anti-American display of his, they should send, they do. Austin Matthews is, Sean's telling me, is American. Uh, they could send him to, like, the Devils. They could send him to the Bruins. That would be cool. Uh, I don't want Austin Matthews on the Bruins. He can go home. What? I don't. I don't want. want Matthews. What kind of? I want to. I want to dissect this statement. You want? Yeah. You, why don't you want Austin Matthews on the Bruins? Because the Bruins will always have some sort of buzz in some sort of heat. Will they potentially be losery? I say this with all the love in my heart. Yeah. Only one team wins a cup. Wins the cup a year. But eyes will always be on the Bruins because they certainly refuse to rebuild. So they're always going to be relevant. And as long as they got goaltending, blah 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 blah, Pasternak, they're going to be good. I want to spread out the Austin Matthews. I want to drop him someplace where maybe they need a little more buzz. What maybe, about Columbus? Maybe where he's from? Question mark. Uh, I would love if you could reassign one player to one team in the NHL. That's a good. All right, throw out whatever show plan we were going to do today. If you could reassign <laughs> one player in the NHL to one other team, who would it be? And to where Sean easy Austin Matthews to the Arizona Coyotes bring him home that has to be the number one pick in this exercise Austin Matthews on the Coyotes would be the absolute best and the Coyotes even more so than they already are Sean would be appointment viewing Bruce Cassidy would not be motherfucking them in the press I can guarantee you that also very good friends with Clayton Keller drafted him pretty high in the all-star game. Well, as part of this, Clayton Keller would be released from the NHL altogether. It's oh. a butterfly effects thing. Oh, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> uh, Pete, who, uh, who would you assign and where? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take Alex Ovechkin and plop him in L.A. The L uh, Alex Ovechkin on the L.A. Kings would be a whole lot of fun, and I think it would solve two problems at once. Although, maybe not so much a problem anymore because Alex Ovechkin... Lighten the lamp, as they say, as of late. But putting a, a, uh, Ovechkin in L.A., Hollywood Lights, that'd be awesome. All right, this is the Mike Greenberg in me. I was able to snuff out that this would be a good topic as it was organically growing. I don't have an answer for this. But I, as, a, uh, as, as a good distributor of the ball, I needed to get that out there and make this a topic. Uh, I think I'd also maybe... like to put Connor Bedard on a real NHL team. Mm, no, I love Bedard on the Blackhawks. <laughs> I would have to donate so many clothes if Connor That's Bedard true. were no longer on the Blackhawks. Half of my 
my clothes right now are Connor Bedard, Blackhawk things. Uh, my first thought was I would assign uh, Maple Leafs Zach Hyman to the Oilers for all those years that he wasted before he was on the Oilers. But uh, let me think. Top players. Uh, would I reassign like Quinn Hughes? Nah, I I'll like him in Vancouver. There's some obvious like someone in the chat said Quinn Hughes to the Devils. There's like obvious reunions, I feel like, like a lot of people uh, and by a lot of people, I mean, me would have loved to see Pat Kane in, in, on the Sabres. Trying to you think had your chance there, though. Like he said, no, I, I, it doesn't mean we don't want him. I'm trying to who's a player who's an awesome player on a team that I don't really care about a ton. Uh, anybody like, on the Blue Jackets? No, I care about the Blue Jackets. I like the roster. <laughs> That's a fatal flaw of yours. Connor Bedard of the Blue Jackets. Connor Bedard of the Blue Jackets would be a while. Oh, you know what? No, I don't want to take Frank off the Ducks. There are a few places I... You know what? I, I'm just going to proactively say Macklin Celebrini to the Sharks. That's okay. my lame answer. All right. I'm going to think enough. about this. Somebody said uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois to Philly. That would be incredible. Oh, my God. That's For like 3,000 reasons. <laughs> That's such a good answer. <laughs> Someone said hurdle to anywhere else. My chest hurts. Uh, I'll tell you what else hurts. Uh, any thought in your brain that doesn't like prize picks? Because prize picks is the easiest and most exciting way to turn every game-changing moment into 100x your money with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into one thousand dollars i'll tell you what there's so many different things you can do on prize picks there's a section where you could see various uh community players celebrities big names guys that you'd say guys and gals that you'd say hey what are they doing on here they're on prize picks yeah they are because everyone's on prize picks i'm talking about the likes of meek mill andrew schultz You'll see everybody on there under community plays under the promos tab on the app. You can view entries from some of the biggest names in the prize picks community each week. Prize picks even offers injury assurance so that your entries stay in play. Even if one of your players gets injured, it is a great time on there. I've had such a good time. I hope you do too. You can go to prizepicks.com slash what chaos and use code what chaos for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash what chaos and use code what chaos daily fantasy sports made easy. I want to say this on the Phil Kessel thing. Mm -hmm. They for sure, the Canucks for sure do not need Phil Kessel, but Phil Kessel has been at his best when he's been on a team that does not need him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> ah, right. he, I mean, the Penguins he, kind of needed him when, when the Penguins had him. I mean, a mark of a good cup contender is having a strong third line. He was part of a very strong third line for that team. One of my favorite third lines of all time. The HBK line. Just that was one of the best third lines ever. That was, yes. That was a copyrighted uh, Pete Blackburn take. You see in this third line of the penguins these years <laughs> i'm liking it and everyone was saying what isn't it about crosby no one cares about depth and pete said no 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 you want to check out this uh this hbk line that wasn't the awesome. hbk line in the third line of the tampa bay lightning when they won with uh with coleman goodrow and who is the third guy would uh, it have been not gord no oh, tyler johnson 
No, he was gone. Uh, it was Goodrow, Coleman, and fuck, I forget the third one, but that, that was like one of the best third lines. Nikita Kucherov. He'd been demoted for not trying. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, but the Canucks for sure don't need him. They are second in the NHL with, I think, 3.69 goals per game, which is amazing. So they don't really need a Phil Kessel. It did get me to notice, though, the top five teams in goals per game, Avalanche, 3.7, Canucks, 3.69, Stars, 3.66, Oil Boys, 3.51, Red Wings, 3.5. So all five of the top five teams in goals per game are in the West, kind of. Mm. Because it was you never Yanni know. Gord, by the way. What's that? It was Yanni Gord, by the way. It was Yanni Gord? Yeah. Good for you. Hell yeah. What a guy. Uh, so yeah, the Red Wings are kind of in the West sometimes, depending on the year. So what a what a strong season for the West that all t- top five teams in goals per game are out there. I mean, I mean, I feel like we've hammered this home so, so much, but like the Eastern Conference, man, is just the far inferior conference this year. And, you know, we said the same thing about the Western Conference last year. And they ended up producing the the Stanley Cup champ. So I'm not saying that like the best team can't come out of the Eastern Conference. But if you're really like having a discussion about the best teams in the league, you're primarily talking about teams in the West. Yeah. And it's just really, it, there's a real imbalance this year. Oh, by the way, I, I think I figured out which, which goalie I want to, re, or which player I want to reassign. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan Quick to the Kings. Oh no, that's so mean to Jonathan Quick. Why? Because he's like he his career was flatlining last year. And then he got shipped to Columbus. And he can, and then he was like, no, thank you. And then Columbus was like, also no thank you. Uh you can have him Vegas. And then he goes to New York. Benoit Allaire saves him, re revitalizes him, gives him a pulse, and then you kill him again. That's mean. I'm not killing him. I'm having him go you to may revitalize. Well He's going to go back there and revitalize them. Or you know what's a, not a bad one? Jonathan Quick to the Flyers. Mm-hmm. Be a nice little tandem there. They no? could use a goalie. They they obviously could. Yeah. Although I did see the Flyers are like, did you see that the Flyers are are still planning on selling at the deadline this year? Yeah. I saw that and I'll believe it when I see it and I'll be annoyed when I see it there. They can't sell at the deadline. They have to stand pat. They have to do the thing where they trade a six round pick for a guy who you didn't know is still in the NHL. So you could say, Hey, job well done boys. We're adding to this team. Good for you. We're not giving up on you. I don't know. Like I wouldn't be annoyed if they, if they sold at the deadline, just because does anybody really think that that team stands a, a like real shot at contending this year. I they're a nice surprise, and I think this first half would still hold value even if they did sell. But like asset management is a big part of the job, and evaluating where you are like genuinely as a team is important. And I don't think the Flyers, especially with their goaltending concerns down the stretch, like I don't think that they're a team that should really be taken seriously this year. Yeah, but they're a middling team. And if you're a middling team in the NHL, you always should want to go up versus down. And I know you say, well, obviously you want to be good versus bad. Like some leagues, the NFL, you're a middle of the pack team. 
you go get like a top five pick. Why don't you go on ahead and do that? Add some star power. You don't want to stay in the middle for too long if you're an NHL team. And if you go to the bottom, you can stay there for a while. I got to give Felger credit for kind of what he was saying about the Sabres where like you don't want to take the opportunity to suck. So if I'm the Flyers, I'm just careful with how I proceed there. And Sure, but I think you also like if you're the Flyers and you see assume that the New Jersey Devils are going to load up a little bit at the deadline. Like if they get a goaltender, I mean, we can transition into the, the Markstrom stuff that came out yesterday uh, where they were apparently close on getting Markstrom. Like if you get a good goaltender plus and you're the Devils, I think if I was the Flyers, I would be okay being like, huh, well, they're going to overtake us. Let's wave the flag. And like, I'm not selling sell the farm if you're the Flyers, but if you've got some expendable pieces, if you've got some expiring pieces and you can recoup assets for them, I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, so the Flyers are third in the Metro right now and the Devils are third in the wild card race. They're on the outside looking in right now, but uh, there has been reporting that the Devils have been active in trying to get a goaltender. And Frank Saravalli reporting that uh, they almost swung a deal for Jacob Markstrom last week. And if you're thinking, why would they trade for Jacob Markstrom? It's because the Devils goalies fucking suck this season. And Jacob Real Markstrom bad. is awesome. What's that? I got I, I, Jacob Markstrom is awesome. Why wouldn't yeah. you trade for Jacob Markstrom? Yeah, oh, so you're saying, yeah. Uh, you were, so you're doing the like, of course thing. I thought you were doing that. You had the energy of, ugh. We no, 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 no. Yeah. You were like, if you were going to ask the question, why would the Devils trade for Jacob Markstrom? I don't think anybody's asking that question. It makes Everybody. sense on both sides. Yeah. So Vanacek, 32 games played, 890 save percentage. Akira Schmid, who has been sent down uh, and now emergency recalled in 15 games, 893 save percentage. Uh, this, as I said, has the Devils on the outside looking in. So they try to swing a trade for Markstrom and... We'll talk in a second about what this package was. Crazy big package that they would have sent to Calgary. But you got to remember, Devils have Dougie Hamilton on long-term IR, can come back in April, potentially has been speculated. So they can do the thing. They can do the Tampa Lightning thing where just go way over. They've got $10.5 million in cap space with Hamilton on the shelf right now. So if ever there were a team that could say, screw it, let's spend, let's add a bunch of money. It's the devils. When did you decide to start calling the Tampa Bay lightning, the Tampa lightning past couple it, days? You've it made it half, half of that. It was half a uh, call back to yesterday okay. and half me being tired. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't know if this was like a thing that you just decided, like they are now called the Tampa lightning. I'm doing the thing that they did with uh, the office made Kevin so such a bad character why like, say oh. why say many words when few do trick yeah that by, by the time i got to that shit like the and like the spilling the chili is my least favorite moment in television history so bad so <laughs> cringe so horrible but maybe that's uh, what do, I was doing. Do you have the uh, the package? Because I saw the thing that I saw was that Alexander Holtz was going to be included in the return to Calgary. Uh, but I didn't yeah. see, I don't think I saw the full details on the trade that was proposed. Yeah, that's what I was referencing that they would have okay. thrown in uh, Alexander Holtz. And I don't know if they would have gotten like more stuff back as part of the deal. But mm -hmm. you got a recent seventh overall pick who looks good so far. 12 goals this season, 
you'd think a big part of your future, and Markstrom can be part of your present and your future too, I guess, but boy, oh boy, uh, Saravalli had said that uh, it got, I think it did get to his level to approve it, Markstrom. There were no issues there. Somehow along the way, the trade was scuttled. I don't know if maybe the Devils were like, okay, we're giving up too much here or we need to get more back. Maybe it was salary retention. But yeah, I saw Fried- Friedman reported that salary t- salary retention was the reason that it fell apart. Um, but yeah, th- uh, the Flames apparently brought it to Markstrom and asked if he would waive his no-move clause. And that's a big deal because Friedman has been saying all year long that the Markstrom does not want to be bothered by the trade talk. And it really does bother him. And he wants to keep it out of sight, out of mind as much as possible. So if the Flames actually did bring a deal to him and said, do you approve this? Will you waive to go to New Jersey? That means to me that it was very, very close to the finish line and then fell could apart. Been. It, it, could, it could be either way. It could be like, uh, hey, we don't want to waste anyone's time here. How do you feel about this team? All right, cool, because we've had some talks. Now we can proceed and try to nail something down. I've seen it go both ways, but it, it could, could for sure be the way you're talking about where they're like, look, this thing's done can you just sign this piece of paper for us, please? And then we can all get out of each other's hair. Markstrom has uh, three years or two years after this, I should say, left on his contract at $6 million a year. He's still really, really good. That's he's, a deal. Like, he's like old. that's not prohibitive. <laughs> he's still, I agree. He's still really, really good. He's old. But I think that for this year, next year, and the year after that, he can be... How old is he? So what, like 30, 33, 34? Yeah, he can't he's 30. be older than that, right? Yeah, he's 33. It's, that's not old. <laughs> he's going to be... Is that not if old you're for a goaltender? 35? Like, if you're turning 35, 34, 35, 36, that's old. My brother, Jonathan Quick, is what? 39 years old? 38 years old? And you Having an unbelievable year! <laughs> and you wouldn't put him on the Kings? You say yeah, he's too old. The Kings almost killed him. Benoit Allaire saved him. <laughs> So Jacob Markstrom has been good for for a oh, while. Wait, wait. Now. He's he's not 33. He's 34. Oh, okay. Now well, he's ancient now. Uh, he is. He's old. I did see. I don't know how much stock we want to put into this. Like I love Mike Grinnell, but I don't necessarily know if I trust Mike Grinnell as an insider. But he threw out. That, I don't love him. <laughs> you don't love him as an insider. I love, I, I love Mike Grinnell. Mike he, knows he, how I feel about him. I do not love that man. I do. I, I love him to death. I don't love him. He threw out that Noah Hannafin. Not my favorite guy. Shut up. He threw out Noah Hannafin was potentially part of the Markstrom deal that to uh, to New Jersey. Like if if New Jersey got Markstrom and Hannafin in one fell swoop, that would be incredible. I need a team to have Noah Hannafin and Dougie Hamilton. What oh, wild shit that would be. That. I after, didn't even think of that. After the Bruins essentially tried to trade Dougie Hamilton for him, couldn't do it, and then they were traded for each other, and they ended up on the same team, I'd need them to have some like sort of meeting in a diner, like in Heat, just being like, hmm, <laughs> oh, how about us? I don't like you, but I what's respect going you. On? Yeah, like what's going on between here? <laughs> I could see Dougie being like, I don't even know who that guy is. Just focus on what's not I can see Dougie not knowing who half the people in the league are like three quarters of the people in the league Dougie just minds his own business laser focus 
I, we've said this before. Some guys know everything about the league, every player, every stat, everything. Milan Lucic was like a savant with that stuff. And then you had guys like Sean Thornton, who if you were like name five other teams, he'd be like, why would I do that? <laughs> like I am just, I, I'm giving my everything to playing hockey. I'm not going to talk about hockey and nerd out about it. He's this, the one team that I play for is the only team that matters to me. So why would I care exactly. about any other team? Why would like, why um, am I going to go talking about, that's another man's team. I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to talk about that, <laughs> that man's team. Keep, Sorry. Keep, keep another man's team out of your mouth. Uh, do want to say that it's, it, I saw that like the, the expectation is that the, these talks are not going to be resumed. That like there was a falling out in these negotiations, which I don't necessarily buy. Like you can always go back to the table, but if, if that's true, the devils might be moving on to a guy like Elvis Merzlikens or UC Soros now being thrown out there as like the predators fielding calls on Soros, which would no be goals. really, really intriguing. Yep. Say again, no goals, no goals, no, no goals. goals. Yeah. It'd be a bummer. You wouldn't be able to run that commercial anymore. Maybe. Do you think that when people see that commercial, they know that those are two hockey players even? I'm sure they know they're two hockey players, but, you know, maybe maybe people don't really make the connection between Ryan O'Reilly and UC Soros. And Crisis actors. UC Soros is wearing giant yellow goalie pads in that video, so it would not. They still don't think they're Canadian pop stars. True. Just Photoshop True. it. Well, the, the pads are on correctly. Post. Pads are on correctly, so definitely not pop star. That is... That is true. Uh, by the way, uh, Tate McRae in photos with uh, Justin Bieber and the Kid Leroy and co. So yeah, maybe I mean, they, they're all friends now from like the All-Star game. I mean, I think the the more likely scenario here is Justin Bieber, who is great friends with kid, the Kid Leroy, like perhaps best friends with the Kid Leroy, is just hanging out with Kid Leroy's girlf girlfriend. Possibly. If those two are an item, we don't know. She was spotted with Sharky at all-star weekend that was a big story for us so we don't we don't don't know about that uh soros would be interesting the devil's really getting a goaltender would be interesting they need one man <laughs> just they they've been playing better in front of the goaltending as of late but they need a goaltender to really be taken seriously down the stretch and and you know we get into the discussion about like it, how much of it is on goaltending, how much of it is on defense, and like the the problem can be fixed. Like look at the Oilers, right? It, they were not playing defense. Stuart Skinner looked bad, and then as soon as they sort of fixed their system, Stuart Skinner looks a lot better, and Stuart Skinner looks great. Uh, so I don't carry that feeling to New Jersey though. Like Vitek Vanacek has been fucking horrible, very for bad. most of this year, like noticeably horrible for that team and this is a good team that is a goaltender away from being a really good to great team so like and they need to stay healthy obviously mm -hmm. if they're fully healthy and they get a goaltender they could win the stanley cup they so like they are maybe the panthers of this year where high expectations going in obviously haven't played the way that you thought they would and I don't know, maybe it's like the division they're in or something, but they just become forgettable. And they're, they've been an easy team to leave for dead. Yet, one fix makes them a pretty formidable out. Mm -hmm. I think that I, I, I might be perusing Devil's Futures. Because who knows? Uh, I, uh, I had an interesting thought last night. And 
it's I'm putting myself out on a ledge here to look very stupid, but I'm not counting out the Buffalo Sabres as a playoff team this year. They they're like I know I should. I absolutely know that I should. But they're starting to put it together a little bit, man. And I know that they played the Kings. And but they like they fucking kicked the shit out of the Kings. And that could have been a galvanizing win. They played the Kings twice. They played the Kings right before the break and also beat the shit out of the Kings. They scored eleven straight goals against the Los Angeles Kings. I think the Kings are just bad. I was gonna say, I think that this show has just been Pete and I not being able to wrap our heads around the fact that the Kings aren't good. Like, why are the Kings? It's, it's, it's crazy that Dubois is having a bad season and the Kings aren't winning games. And now their coach is fired and they just got smoked. How come it keeps happening? What are the things that are happening to the Kings? It's like they're just not as good as we thought they were, man. Like, sometimes you just got to I refuse to buy that. I refuse to buy it. Same, I think the Kings same. are still a good team. <laughs> I will say about the Buffalo Sabres that Okapakalukinen has turned into like one of the best goalies in hockey since January. I think I saw that he was top five in in save percentage amongst goalies. Since I was telling you that a few January weeks ago. 1st. I was yeah, like, yeah. "Yo, look at these guys! Don't let him get hot." He's he's been really good, but uh, still, I, I think it's a little too late for the Buffalo Sabres. I think that's got to be it. A- probably is, but they're they're only like it's I say only, but they're like ten to twelve points out of a playoff spot. If they rip off like. Five, six, seven straight wins? You're talking about them right back in the mix. Sean, say clearly, because I cut you off, say, I think it's a little too late for the Buffalo Sabres, so we can make this into a reel. And then... Oh, no. Don't make it into a reel. I'm going to get crushed. <laughs> oh, Pete, Pete, quiet for a sec. I think it's a little too late for the Buffalo Sabres. Oh, that was clean. You're going to get roasted in the fucking quote tweets. I'm going to get killed for this. You're going to get roasted in the quote tweets. Let's kick his ass, everybody. I'll, I will say about the Buffalo Sabres, they, they play the Panthers and then the, the Wild, and then they play the Ducks, Canadians, and Blue Jackets uh, next week. So there is definitely the potential for them to go on a little bit of a run, but I, I feel like it's... I just can't see a world in which Don Granado gets this team. Like I, I don't see Don Granado ever coaching the Buffalo Sabres in the playoffs. Pete. Could, can yeah. I get you, can I get a firm in the mix from you? Can you say that you are putting the Sabres in the mix? Or at least what I famously put the Sharks on, infamously, uh, earlier on the season. Uh, could you say that they are on in the mix watch? I think I think the Buffalo Sabres are in the mix watch. And if we... They're on let's, in the mix watch. I think the Buffalo Sabres are on in the mix watch. Like... Let's go back in three weeks, three to four weeks. Let's let's review where the Buffalo Sabres are. I could see them ripping off a bunch of wins and then putting themselves in the mix in the playoff hunt in the Eastern Conference. I think the Eastern Conference is is wide open enough where no team is really out of it, except for the Columbus Blue Jackets who stink and the Ottawa Senators who kind of are a mess. No team's really out of it, but the Buffalo Sabres could be in the mix and you heard it here first they could be in the mix what they can't do i'll tell you what they can't do is trade casey middlestat do not trade middlestat mode if you turn off middlestat mode the buffalo sabers will not be in the mix i would i would rage if they traded casey middlestat i mean we have huge we got huge buffalo sabers news last night i follow this guy on twitter named alan walsh <laughs> i believe he follows back because we said some kind things about him. He tweets about his clients. And last night he tweeted about 
JJ Paterka. John Jason, baby. That is so good for us. I don't yeah. know how or why, but we want to be in the JJ business. Yeah. And we're definitely in the Alan Walsh business. We should have Alan Walsh rep this show. I, Sean, I, uh, hire Alan Walsh as your agent. As long as he's not charging, I will. Yeah. He's, he, right. he, he already like, has don't make any deals for me. Just tweet about me like once every few months. Oh, we should get him on. And I bet he would do that. He might, but he has his own podcast. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, you didn't respond to this. Neither one of you responded to this last night. I got a text from somebody within the Buffalo Sabres yesterday. And they were like, what's your address? I'm going to send you some stuff. And I dropped that in the text. And I was expecting like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what's that about? And uh, it was just a little ignored. I, I, yeah, I mean, I... It should have been me, I guess. It's, I, I agree. It should have been you. How do we get? Yeah, who who booked uh, Darlene on the sh show? Like, who's the biggest Sabres fan here? Like, I, I'm just wondering where you slot into all this. I, I mean, you, get, I, you, you reap the rewards. As I'm usual. asking. I'm asking the same questions, but I was just stunned that there was no questions coming back when I threw that out there. And can I don't I know be, what it is yet. Can I be honest, Pete? I don't, I don't yeah. think you wanted to 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 hear what our responses would have been. No, I, I did. That's why I put it in the chat. <laughs> That's I why I was like, Big Pete was ready for what America had to say on that matter. <laughs> I th I, so what if you said, hey, guys, I just got this. Th and it was very, you said it very nice. But you just got back. Fuck you. Fuck you. Sean <laughs> I, has I'm left. Cool. Bro. I would have felt that it was fair. It, that would have been a totally fair response. Jalen Hurts voice. Cool. I put it out there as like a confusion thing. I don't know what this is about. Like they didn't ask a size. They didn't ask any questions. All oh, they, know they the asked size. was, <laughs> they probably do know the size. <laughs> Small. They probably do know the size, but I don't know what it is. So, uh, and I'm not going to be home until Monday. So I, should I bring the box with me to Monday's episode in studio and we can find out live what it is? Yeah. I mean, uh, live, also part of, part of why I didn't respond. Live unboxing. Uh, was a I was at the game. We'll talk about that yeah. in a second. I, I was at the big game. The other was, I've been told that we were getting something from a team. Yeah, that's the other thing. I was more of a. I'll believe it when I see it. In a minute. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Same here. Same here. I, I we were kind of ghosted. I I asked for uh, things for the podcast for multiple of us, and it it never came. Was, Which team? Should I put him on blast? Yeah, okay, I will. Um, remember, uh, remember the Cincinnati Cyclones when they did the paint the town oh, red yeah. jersey? They said that they were going to send us the jerseys. You were supposed to get the January 6th jerseys. January 6th jerseys, <laughs> and they never sent them. They probably said that before they saw us making fun of them. For no, this was after the fact. Oh, fair enough. That's why they said they were going to send us the jerseys. The Syracuse Crunch promised me they'd send me a jersey, and they did. So... We got big timed by like a minor league hockey team. It's Not even <laughs> that's a that's an insult to the AHL. It's it's, it's tier three. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's still minor league. Oh, yeah, but. yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I'm not putting anybody on blast. I thought there would be a Jersey jersey on set by now, and I would have whatever done team the, he plays for. What's that? I said whatever team he plays yeah, for. I would have done the ultimate sign of respect. This is like when Johnny Carson would call over a comedian after they would do their set on his show. When I flipped the jersey backwards to reveal the name on the back, that, in what chaos lore, is the ultimate sign of respect. I believe it's only been done for two players on this show. One of them is James Van Riemsdyk.
The other one, and it may surprise you, is Zach Hyman. I don't think McDavid has gotten the back. Well, DJ Bean well, and Blackburn. Yeah, DJ That's Bean right, and back. Blackburn, yeah. Our show. We got, it's, we got to <laughs> show them what's what. But, like, I'll tell you what. Mike Grinnell, if I had a Mike Grinnell jersey, I don't love him. I will say. So I'm not flipping that thing backwards. Lark said in the chat that minor leagues run slow. It did take a very long time for me to get my jersey from the Syracuse Crunch. So maybe it's still coming. It's been a minute. Well, well, let, me, well let me push back on that. The reason that we wanted that jersey is the January 6th element to it. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that like we're supporting the January 6th movement, but that's why the jersey was funny. And it would have been funny to wear it around that time. We're, we're, oh, at, US, well, we're at U.S. Valentine's Day. That joke has lost a lot of its luster. I mean, I feel like there's a good chance they just didn't have them to send until the game. Like they might not, it might've been a minute until they had the ability to send extras. Cause like I said, it took a long time for the Syracuse crunch to send me my Jersey. If but we get a ducks offspring Jersey before we get a cyclones insurrection Jersey, which is what they're <laughs> called. Insurrection <laughs> Jersey. I will be very disappointed. Actually, no, I'll be pumped because I would rather yeah. the Ducks offspring jersey. How do we know? I've, I, I've put the Cyclones jersey out of sight, out of mind before this before this discussion. So, like, I'm cool with us never getting that. Like, Because, like I said, I think the joke has run its course. Hey, uh, oh, uh, you know what? Let me get in a read real quick. Okay. Uh, we That made me think we should get a drop of Felger saying, so do you guys have commercial breaks that Sean can play to keep us honest about... Uh, about reads. I was telling you all day yesterday that if you don't want to see me stay off game time, because that's where I'll be. I said I was going to be on game time. I said I was monitoring, said I was trying to get myself to the Boston Bruins game last night. And guess who ended up blowing up our group chat with pictures of chicken fingers and cool shots from the game last night, Dave, because I went to the game, saw the lightning do the most egregious use of ruining overtime by regrouping. They spent like two minutes wasting overtime, but not one second of my night was wasted. And that's thanks to game time. Game time is the ultimate place to score last minute tickets, which really yesterday was a day where you're thinking last minute. People were worried about the snow. Oh no, should I go? Should I not go? We scored great tickets and game time has an amazing layout, easy app use, putting how many tickets you want. I went with a big group and you are off. So you can take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time, download the game time app, create an account and use code chaos for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again, create an account and redeem code C H A O S for $20 off download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I am so tired. What were you talking about before? Uh, jerseys, insurrection jerseys, jerseys, insurrection jerseys. Oh, somebody asked if we have any trips coming up because they thought we did. We cooked on this trip, by the way, uh, brother, we fucking cooked is, uh, catching on. I love that. One of my friends, when I, uh, posted the Travis Kelsey video said, brother, you fucking cooked. Nice. <laughs> love it. Best compliment. Uh, but I said, uh, we don't have anything planned at the moment, but we could. Here's the thing. We got offers for, like, teams are saying, hey, come hang. We'll do stuff. So do we put the pedal back to the metal 
before the end of the season? Or what do we do here? I mean, I'm not going to, I'm never going to turn down. Like if a team wants to have us out, I think we should go. Yeah. I really want to, I just, I want to go home. <laughs> I haven't been home in like three weeks. Yeah. And our credit card I, statements are going to look horrible. Yeah, I know. And so I, I know somewhere we can go where we don't have to pay for housing. I know two Buffalo. places we can go where we don't have to pay for housing, actually. Buffalo, Buffalo and Phoenix. And Phoenix, Arizona. I was surprised we never did a Buffalo trip. That was our plan early on. Uh, and we just couldn't make it happen. But the Sabres were awesome to us in Toronto. So maybe uh, they've caught feelings and they'll let they've us make caught some cool pe- stuff feelings for Pete, clearly, because they're sending him stuff. Yeah. I mean, they could be sending me a, a just like a bag of shit. I don't have no idea what's in that box. I hope so. it's a signed JJ Paterka jersey with a note that says, give this to Sean. Oh my, that would be incredible. <laughs> if they that asked be, me for my address to to give you like a sneak attack gift, that would be, be amazing. It would also I am excited be, for the first ever yeah. live unboxing on the show. A Folks, hilarious dunk on you. Send, yeah. send Sean stuff. <laughs> but T- not to T- me. Send it to them and make them think it's yeah. for them. <laughs> Yeah, teams give Trojan horse, Trojan horse the show <laughs> with Sean Gibbs. I like that. I like Sean Gifts. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got a couple ideas that are specific to going certain places. And I think I might, I'm already getting the itch to get back on the road. We cooked so hard, man. Home, I'll be honest with you. But uh, we've gone almost an entire show as an Oilers podcast without mentioning the fact the Oilers absolutely lit it up last night. And Connor McDavid had six whole assists. Yeah. Career high. Went to the game, drove, as I famously do, parked, got home in time to see the Oilers smoke the Red Wings. They were tied 3-3 going into the third period, and the game ended 400-4 to because the <laughs> Oilers went off, scored a million goals. Connor McDavid, six assists, hit 600 points in 613 games. He's the fourth quickest to ever do it. I said it last night when they said he had 600 points. Every time I see that he reaches a, st- a statistical milestone, I'm like, I assumed that he already had 4 million goals, assists, points, Stanley Cups, everything. It's crazy to me to be reminded that he's still a young guy who is checking yeah. these things off because he is the most unbelievable player we've ever watched play hockey. Yeah, like he, he's gotten like halfway to 700 points in the past two seasons. He's just gone so far off what you would expect from a regular NHL player that I agree with like that. Like I couldn't believe that he hadn't been there yet. So Connor McDavid, I will say the, uh, the futures bet on Connor McDavid that I took in uh, November. Ooh, baby, that might cash. That might cash. Zach Hyman back to scoring. Love to see that for the boys. And I wonder if, the Oilers losing to the Kings galvanized them because they got their shit rocked on Saturday night. There was not there. There was no gene open that could save them from what happened to them on Saturday. And they came back last night and played a close game against a good team and then blew doors. Watch out for my Edmonton Oilers. They've also won eight in a row at home. I'll ask this question. Is there a limit on how many times you can be galvanized in one season? Is there a limit there? I feel like, is it like getting your nose cauterized where one should do the trick? It it doesn't because the Leafs have been galvanized like 400 times. I think you can be galvanized more than once. But I think your nose can only be cauterized once. Yeah, but I mean, I I do agree that like, 
you can be galvanized after a bad loss. I mean, we we famously asked Andy Reid a hockey question. What was the most galvanizing moment of your season? And he said, after the loss to the Raiders. So, so that didn't make the clip. That was just yeah. like, to, to borrow the term from Felger, that was just you clearing your throat. Mm-hmm. That was your first question of the night. You were just fucking getting warmed up. Uh, I wasn't really paying attention, but Andy Reid gave a long answer about like this certain game. And you said, coach, what was the most galvanizing game? And Andy Reid was like, that one. Yeah, he was like the loss. The loss to the Raiders. Got embarrassed. Right. And he gave like a really good... Andy Reid was so good with us. Andy Reid is good with everybody, I think. I love Andy Reid. rules. Yeah. Andy Reid made a great impression. Travis Kelsey made a great impression. Uh, Debo Samuel was a little pissed. Isaiah Pacheco. That's just the great... We said on Monday that... I would leave the show if Isaiah Pacheco could replace me. The Pete and Pacheco? The Pete Pete and Pacheco Pacheco show? I said I would leave the show. I would understand. I would, however, storm off and do a who's with me. And Sean would respectfully stay on the show because he'd want to see what Isaiah Pacheco was all about. He would not not do a Zellweger and Jerry Maguire. No. He'd be the rest of the office. Like, no, I like my insurance. There would be no, he would stay. There would be no romance. There would be no uh, annoying kid that talks about marsupials. Although, as we've discussed, you are that kid. Kind of look like that kid. So yeah. it wouldn't work. It couldn't be done. Yeah. Uh, but that's that. Do we have anything else? Uh, Ovechkin, we did want to mention, has scored in six straight games. So yep. don't let him get hot. Don't let him score like 10 goals this season, which he might do. Do let him go to L.A., though, because him and the Kings would be fun. That's all I'm uh, going to say. Uh, we didn't even mention yesterday. I think that the uh, the the Washington Capitals' new arena deal is dead. Uh, so yeah. I think they're staying in D.C. instead of moving to fucking It was going to be Alexandria, Arlandria, one of the Andreas. Alexandria is the, was the Al- place in The Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure it was Alexandria. Yeah, bunch of eat shit Speaking on that of one. The Walking Dead. That's basically the Capitals. Guy, guy has the pronunciation gods on his side one time, and <laughs> starts pulling rank on Alexandria and Arlandria. Is there is there like an Alexandria, Georgia, or is that where they go in? Is no, it, Alexandria they, is the the place in Virginia. Like it's a so Virginia, they go to Virginia. Was, yeah, but it was also a lot on that dead show, huh? It's a long walk. <laughs> I'd be it's, dead after that walk. You got to fill. You got to fill forty-seven seasons somehow, pal, <laughs> and eight spinoffs. Uh, oh my god, is that show still on TV? Probably. It's got to be right. I fear it is. Maybe. Well, this has been a productive time. You're gonna want to hear tomorrow's show because on tomorrow's show we got a lot of fun. It's neat. It's what chaos. Talk to you. Do we have anything to promote? Get on the YouTube. Like everything. Uh, my TikTok is a real, it's a, a real talker right now, but you can only do that if you want. And uh, that should be that. We'll be back tomorrow to wrap up the week. All right. Bye now.